1: Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of our Smoky Mountain Wrestling podcast. This is Smoky Mountain Wrestling, episode one hundred and sixty, February eighteenth, nineteen ninety-five, and this is Booking the Territory, the unprofessional wrestling podcast. Today, I'm sitting here with Doc and Hardbody Hopper. I'll throw it to you first, Hopper. How you doing? You ready to get into this episode?
2: Let's do this shit, bro. I gotta see what happened with fucking Gibson and, and fucking Unibomb. I don't know,
1: Doc. What about you? How you doing?
3: How was that hot jam to start the show?
1: Let's play it. Oh, well, I can't play it because. Um, oh, it's going to get flagged. Yeah, but if you want to hear it, just just go to smw nineteen ninety five zero two eighteen pwo on YouTube and you can listen to it. And it is the shits. When we're talking. I was wondering when the fuck they were
2: going to change the whole intro because they still got Bob Holly on there. So let's
1: do. What'd, you,
3: it. Let what'd you think about Patreon.
1: that? Let me start the Patreon video. Okay, for, wh-
3: while then. you do that, Harper, what'd you think about this song? Uh it's just
2: really terrible. Country as fuck. Yeah. I mean, I'm for not... this area, I guess it's you know, it's not
1: bad. I'm not trying to get into cons- into conspiracy theory here and be like, oh, if they would have never changed the intro and left it at the original with the original song, they would have lasted a long time. But because that's not true, that th- this song had nothing to do with the promotion ended up closing. But God, this song is terrible. Terrible. Or, or as Charles Barkley says, terrible. terrible. Yeah. Um, But you're right, Hopper. Uh, you pointed out something at the beginning here. Not only did they change the intro, like the song, they actually changed yeah. the actual intro package, video package. It's it's definitely more of modern folks. because damn near right. everybody, damn near everybody in the in the one that had been playing for all these years, I don't, I'd have to look at it, but I think almost all of those people are not in the promotion anymore.
2: Right, because you had uh, you had uh, Fantastics, maybe the, yeah, the the Fantastics. You had uh, Horner. Horner,
1: Koloff, yeah. Call off it was literally like the i mean because that Dutch. intro was made at the very first episode so it's like we've gone four years almost and or we're, when i say four we're actually technically about three years in right now uh, a little over three years in because it started february 1st of 92 and it's just old i mean it's all the original yeah so all right uh let's um Let's get into this thing. This is the first taping from a new venue, technically, new venue. I think we've been here before. I don't know if I'm saying this right. Lenore, Lenoir, North Carolina, at the Mulberry Street Rec Center, drawing 375 people, if you believe the internet and the attendance from the internet. They taped this on February the 6th of 95. So. Uh, what we're seeing in the next four episodes was taped February 6th. This is airing February 18th of 95. Uh, Les and Jim Ross open the show, and Les and JR tell us that Al Snow is making his Smoky Mountain wrestling debut. Boo Bradley takes on the Wolfman as we determine a new Smoky Mountain TV champ. They they wrestled last week they the wrestling again. Uh, then they do throw us to the close of the match with Robert Gibson versus Unabomb from last week. Uh, I'll throw it to Hopper. You just asked. You wanted to see the end of Gibson and Unabomb. Did you have anything from There us? it is. Yeah. I
3: thought maybe they fought from Sevierville over to Len- Lenore and just picked it up in the ring over there, right?
1: That's true, right,
3: huh? Damn. We're going to fight through the holler and just end up over in this other little village and <coughs> pick this thing up.
1: Might as well. I mean, uh, get yeah. in the truck, sissy. We'll just drive over to the other town and see the, uh, see the match finish. We got to see what happens with cross eyed Gibson and Unibom. I mean, shit, That's man.
3: come on. What? Kane is like the Goldie Wilson of this area right now. <laughs>
1: Get in the truck, sissy. Get.
3: I wanna. You know, Unibom's gonna be our mayor someday. <laughs> mayor. I like the sound of that. Get a rope.
1: This stuff whoa, made in New whoa. York City. New York City. Get a rope. Get a rope. Okay. Yeah, we'll stop. Uh, any thoughts on the uh, finish of the match as Unabomb is about the powerbomb Gibson when Morton comes in and hits Unibomb with a back shot, then a chair shot to the head. Doc, any thoughts?
3: Kane made it to Mayer, but he didn't know to get his hands up there.
1: He took an unprotected chair shot directly to the head, although Gibson didn't whack him
3: right. hard to be. Is it just – Morton is didn't it, whack
1: him hard. I'm listening go would you like to go
3: ahead. Would you like to get out of my way? I'm sorry, go ahead. Is it just me, or even though he's green and you can see he's green, you can tell that Kane has something here?
1: No, you can see it. He's got a presence, I think.
3: Yeah, because, like, I, I can't give away the big reason why he gets on the radar for Connecticut, because that's a spoiler for the show. But he impresses somebody soon with that, too. So I'll leave
1: it at that. Harbor, what do you think? Yeah,
2: i I think he looks good for for being fucking green. And I don't get why the fuck he... uh, just, uh, God damn it, why well, fucking uh, uh Ricky Morton would fucking hit him with the tennis with the fucking uh chair because he 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 fucked his
3: uh partner over for you know. Out of the victory, because he's getting him back for messing him up with that Smoky Mountain Rumble. Whatever. They're starting. To, they're starting to form a personal issue. The problem with the personal issue is is that Eddie Gilbert is tagging out quite literally <laughs> to uh, Al, Snow, Al Snow. That's yes. messed
1: up, man. <laughs> what? Uh, oh, he gets fired. Well, yeah, he leaves and that's that. So, speaking of Eddie Gilbert, I think JR does a good job of covering um his departure, right? Here, he tries. Right? He tries. Yeah. Um, as Robert Gibson's right eye looks at the camera and his left eye looks at come him, whatever, on. That's, uh, <laughs> Look I him wish on. I could do that. Look. At Look at him. Y'all know I'm not lying. That right eye is looking at the camera and the left eye is looking at freaking uh Taco Bell up the street.
2: He's, a, he's like a gecko. He's like a white trash gecko. That's nice. <laughs> that's All fucked right. up. <laughs> <I love> when <laughs> Hopper sentences
1: himself. <laughs> when Hopper says something Hopper says something that he knows is wrong. He that's always, fucked up. He always uh, visits it. That's
2: a Hall of Famer right there. That is. is a Hall of Famer. Come on. Fuck.
1: All right, let's keep going, man. Here is. Let's go to the promo. Well, his
2: brother's don't got an eye like that, huh?
3: No. No. Yeah. Well, does your brother have hair? Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> All
1: right, let's go to the promo.
4: So we just saw what happened uh, last week when Robert Gibson and Unibom were uh, supposedly going to be one-on-one. Now, I do have an update. Uh, Unibomb's partner, Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert, was fined $2,500 for recent actions by Commissioner Bob Armstrong. Uh, Gilbert refused to pay the fine. He also had an altercation, we understand, with uh, Smoky Mountain official Ron West. So, hot stuff Eddie Gilbert has been fired from Smoky Mountain Wrestling and is no longer a part of this organization. But Man, I do and understand, cheer. gentlemen, that Unibom is still competing, as you very well know, Ricky, here at Smoky Mountain Wrestling. And Unibom, uh, uh, r- the rumor has it has a new tag team partner. What are your thoughts on that situation?
5: Well, Jim, first of all, I'd like to say something to Eddie Gilbert. He took the easy way out. That's the only way he knew to get away from Robert myself. But now you, the bomb has come out here and says, I got myself a new partner. Well, we don't give a darn who you bring out here to be your partner. Doug Gilbert, Eddie Gilbert, any kind of Gilbert that you want to break down. Because everybody knows, you the bomb what you have done to my face. And you see one thing, guys, it's a score between, Ben, you got to settle. The fact of the matter is that you couldn't accept it because you're 7 foot tall and weigh 375 pounds and you couldn't beat Ricky Morton. That's what it boils down to and that's the way it's going to stay because you're going to see something that Robert Gibson and I are going to beat you and you your partner and then I'm going to take care of you, big boy. All right, ladies and gentlemen, they're here from the Rock and Roll Express,
4: and we'll be ready for action in just a moment, but here's how you can sponsor Smoky Mountain Wrestling in your hometown.
1: As Doc rustles on the floor as he's sitting down crisscross applesauce because I can hear him moving. Um, Harper, you got anything from uh, the Rock and Roll right there? And J-R? Hey,
2: They want fucking vengeance. Yeah, they do. Vinny they changed his shit, too.
1: Uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> this is old. I mean, that girl is probably 45 years old. <laughs> She's, she's probably a little older than that now. But, yes, I agree with you. Uh, or right about 45. Yeah, they need to change the uh, civic club and organization type uh, plug. All right, Doc, what do you have from from the rock and roll right there?
3: So did anybody else cringe when Morton said Eddie Gilbert took the easy way out? Man. That's Nice.
1: Because this airs in, I guess, you know, many areas on February 18th, and I think that's the day he died.
3: <laughs> Come on. Fuck. He OD'd, huh? Well, I'm not here to speculate. I mean, but it's, it, it's still hard crazy.
1: Exp- yeah,
3: yeah the, this aired on this, the day he died.
1: Now he would have had no I mean, they filmed this on February sixth, so it's not like he could have had any there's no way he knew, obviously. He was gonna die in yeah, days, it's days. but
3: it's coincidence. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. All right, anything else? It's Doc? a coinky, it's a dinky.
1: I'll take that as you have nothing else as we go to Boo Bradley, who God he's such a mess. Coming out with a teddy bear and whatnot. Um,
3: this is man, definitely a say, brand new. He, he, I was gonna say he went up in the crowd. I was like, man, that's not exactly a mensa meeting being held up in that that stands right no. there.
1: Amen to that. The um, this is a new canvas. You can look at it. That canvas is brand new. It is clean and crisp. Um, you you can look at it and see it. Uh, Candido, it's Boo Bradley versus the Wolfman for the Beat the Champ TV title. We saw these two wrestle last week, so we won't spend a lot of time on it. Candido joins the commentary team though. And let me go to that timestamp because I want to play something from it that I thought was real good.
6: Hey, I these hey, hey, with Boo, grabbed, the loser eats dog food. I well, he bought dinner for you last week. Yeah, I know. See, I came out here to teach Boo a lesson a few weeks ago, and I crammed that dog food down his throat. And that was the best thing he's eaten all day, number one. Just like these people out here when they get their welfare checks. They go cash them in. They go buy some liquor and some lottery tickets. And the rest of the money they got left to go buy dog food to feed their 37 kids. So, boo, just like them, he loves eating that stuff. But last week, he poured
1: it all over. I love Candido ripping on these people. Doc, any thoughts on that?
3: That was great. Fantastic. And he also says... On commentary, at one point, I don't have a time stamp, it's probably not worth playing, is that they always make him do a bunch of dumb stipulations around here, and he's got a point there, too. He brings up the baby bonnet and all that shit.
1: Mm-hmm. Halber, you got any thoughts so, on it? Yeah, you're right.
3: I'm just tired of the fucking wolf man. <laughs> okay. you, better, you better get refreshed on that, because he's around. Jesus Christ. The fucking wolf man. The Wolf Man, he's
7: not
1: oh, a wolf. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Boo! Bradley wins with a uh, spra- splash off the top rope. We'll leave it at that. Um, we then go. It,
3: well, I, if he has entrance music, it better be "Bark at the Moon."
1: Yeah. <laughs> Boo is a mess. Jesus Christ! He go, he
3: pulls it when he wins. He has that stuffed animal, or when he has that stuffed animal, I was thinking that's the. Second best stuffed animal moment behind Del Rey playing with the stuffed animals back when Corny was in bed and hurt.
1: Yeah, that was a great moment. With those, that 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 was that was a pretty damn good moment.
3: Now, Jimmy, Jimmy, stop that! Now I'm I'm talking to the people.
1: Right. All right, man. Let's go to Chris Candido. Who he's about to cut a promo with Jr. I really like this. Here it is.
3: Look at that fanny
1: pack. Well, as you were saying during the uh, contest, Boo
4: Barley, by the way, the new Beat the Champ television champion, much to your chagrin, I know you're not very happy about the situation in Johnson City where you could be eating some uh, Alpo dog food again, but also uh, there's a situation coming up in Knoxville that you alluded to, the fact that you're going to be joined neck to neck with a steel chain in a dog collar match. Uh, with Boo Bradley that you certainly seem to be perplexed.
6: I didn't like having the guy living in my backyard and riding in my car, much less want to be chained to the neck with that big, fat retard. But the fact of the Mm. matter is, I think i got to calm down. I'm getting a bit too perturbed. I don't think I have a reason to worry because the fact of the matter is I'm a world-class athlete. I've held championships all over the world. Even Smoky Mountain Wrestling never wanted to recognize them. The fact of the matter is I'm not worried about Boo Bradley, the 25th in Johnson City in dog food. I'm not worried about being chained to that fat boy on the 26th in Knoxville. Because the fact of the matter is, if I can't beat Boo Bradley, I might as well just leave Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Because I know that there is no way... Wait, 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 just a second. Hold on, hold on a second. Well, I got a question to ask. It's my job.
4: You say you can't beat... If you couldn't beat Boo Bradley in Knoxville, so you'd leave Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Is that, is that what you're telling us all
6: here today? Nope. That was just that was just a figure of speech, I, I just meant that I know that I can beat him, that's how confident are
4: Are you a man of, wait a minute now, wait, let's, let's, let's clarify, oh, let's clarify this situation
6: Are you a man of your word or not? Do you have the integrity that you tell everybody that you do? Of course I'm a man of my word, I have integrity, I'm from New Jersey, I'm friends with Dennis Carluzzo, come on So then that means what you're saying then, if you do not beat Boo Bradley in, in Knoxville
4: next weekend in that dog collar match that you're out of here who said that i didn't you said that you're trying to Oh no, no you brought that up i'm just trying to clarify it are you are you not agreeing now to a or leave town
6: stipulation the fans here want to know the fact of the matter is i would do it i would do it but i'm not gonna do something if boo won't. it's not fair and i know he's not man enough to do it but well okay if we can do
4: what i will okay so if boo bradley agrees to lose or leave town you you will agree to it it's a done deal if he agrees right
6: uh yeah I, uh,
4: all right, so Chris Candido just made a deal, as far as I'm concerned. You may not be happy about it, but you made a deal. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back. Don't you go away. You
1: better go do well, JR is an instigator, and he just talked Candido into something. Harper, mm, what you yeah. Doing?
2: I can't he said the R word. Mm. 1995, pal. Yeah, no, huh? Because I was like watching it, I was kind of half-assed doing something, and I was like, wait, what did I just hear?
1: You heard it. Yeah. That's nice. That's real classy. <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: messed yeah, up. Yeah, I couldn't believe you fucking said that.
1: He didn't get nah. out either.
3: <laughs> it, nobody would have thought anything about it in 1995. Yeah, he's right. I I'm it's not. On... I'm not sure people would have thought that much about it in 2005. That's true, huh? 2015, you got to go to sensitivity training, pal. Yeah, you're a you're a monster.
2: I wonder if it's
3: on if it's on the the, the network.
1: They don't. They don't well, have. Any, they don't have any of
3: these on the network. None of this shit's on the network because they don't give a shit about you. They're too busy redesigning something that doesn't need to be redesigned Jesus fucking up Christ.
1: Cl- I'm sorry. What? I just the, he's right. The network that the this redesign can go straight to hell. Yeah. Not don't pass. But go. Th- I'm
3: telling you that that network they did not do this for us. They did it so they could go back to Wall Street and go. We're redesigning our digital platform, and that sounds great to the Wall Street analysts. Who go? Oh well, they must be leading cutting edge technology. They don't go on the network and check this shit out. It's a. It's all a a boondoggle to make the, the stockholders feel like they're improving the product when we're out here going. Can we just get some more classic content, please? Yeah, really.
1: Classic content. Just fill, and,
3: up, fill up
2: that vault, motherfucker. Yeah.
1: Classic content and go back to the old network. Shit. All right. Any other thoughts so on this is
3: I, I, I'm thinking that this may be the culmination of Chris Candido's time in Smoky Mountain soon. I, I think yeah. Right.
1: I think you're right. Yep, I think you're right. And I thought
3: he was really good here. And Jr. is a little troublemaker.
1: I forgot how much of an instigator he was. Yeah. Boy, no kidding. Boy, he is. In, he instigates some shit. If you think about it, it's great. He All turned right. into matchmaker Jr. There. He sure did. Um, they. Oh, sorry, hold on. <laughs> they. Um... Damn, I was trying to get to the start of it. They they play another Lawler music video or video package, and then we go. Yeah, then we go straight from the Lawler video music package to a promo "Dirty White Boy" with his horse out on someone's property. Jesus,
3: <laughs> here it
1: is.
8: You know, when a East Tennessee boy's got a lot of things on his mind, he likes getting out, getting out in the open, get get out from the house and away from people. Maybe even climbing up on a horse. And, feeling the horse up underneath you, <laughs> maybe even acting like John Wayne. There's nothing like the feel of a good horse and just the wind blowing in your face and just having time to think about it. But you know, coming up, i got a double hitter. i got Jay the King Waller in a return Smoky Mountain heavyweight title match. And then hopefully following that, I get to take on the next boy, Buddy Landell. And I stop to think things that you can do to East Tennessee people. As far as I'm concerned, Jerry Lawler don't know anything about East Tennessee. He's, he's nothing to me but a stinking Yankee. Because you see, you can take my pickup truck and get another one. You can burn my house down, that can be replaced. You can, you can even take my old horse here. But something that you can't take is my pride and talking about my family. And that's exactly what you did, Nature Boy. You talked about the dirty white girl, you've talked about my mom, my dad, and you stripped me of a little pride right here in my hometown, Knoxville, Tennessee. Well, this time around, it's gonna be an entirely different ball game because Jerry the King Lawler, I'm coming to get my smoking Mountain Heavyweight title back. And then Nature Boy Buddy Landell, I'm coming to rip your head off and stomp your stinking guts out. I'll see you gentlemen in K-Town.
4: Well, Jim, certainly the dirty white boys.
1: All right, I'll stop right there. Doc, thoughts? Was it just me
3: or did that horse run like it had to take a
1: shit? (laughs) I'm not an expert on horses.
3: Neither am I, so I'm not real sure there. Um... I don't understand Lawler being a Yankee if he's to the west of them. Usually, our kind calls people Yankees when they come from the north of you. Well, I guess because he's WWE. Okay, that's that's a good point. That's a good yeah. point. Yeah. Uh, this is, overall, this is completely corny, but I in a way that I love. Territory wrestling, I, I thought it was fantastic. Dirty White Boy's great there for what he's doing. My only thing, and let me just throw out another BTT PSA for the folks here, and it's, you know, maybe if you live in Tennessee or one of these southern states, instead of picking battles with your own, you would start learning how to work together. Why does East Tennessee have to fight with West Tennessee? Why can't we all just be Tennessee and figure out how to get some jobs back, how to lick this opioid crisis? Instead, we're picking false battles with people. Y'all need to get it together over there.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm not saying nothing because it's like that everywhere.
3: You know, Texas and Oklahoma are always arguing with each other. But if you drive across the Red River, it looks the same. Well,
1: the East Bank and the West Bank. Well, the people—I mean, the people—are dumber,
3: and they're—they're not as sophisticated. But it looks the same.
1: Hopper, any other thoughts? I just as his Skype connection fades out. All right. What did you think, Mike? It was very Southern territory type promo. You know, I mean, he's he's on a horse. He's on at some stable and barn, and he's got the old pin with the with the lapel mic taped to it. As Tommy Noe told us, that's what it, that would do. And uh, he was very level headed and focused, as you heard. I didn't have much. You,
3: so it. you, so you didn't like this, but you're trying to be nice. Yeah. No,
1: I, I, it's not that I didn't like it. It was, um, it's very southern. It's very smoky. Well, yeah, here's what, what I've learned. Gonna gonna say, just... I don't know
3: what well, but we we said this forever. He's, we said Tracy's their Hulk Hogan. So Tr- Tracy's who they want to be. Party in football player. Dirty white boy is who they are. Actually, Boo Bradley's who they are, but Dirty White, Boys, nice. Dirty White Boy's the next step up.
1: Jesus Christ, that's fucked up. Oh, that's fucked up. He called them the R-word. <laughs> he did. He called them uh, no, the R-word. That's messed up.
3: I, I didn't. You can, you can review the tape, but I will tell you that Boo Bradley's who they are. Dirty White Boy is who they could possibly be, and Tracy Smothers is way out of their league. That's true, huh? Because I
2: mean, even dirty, uh, even dirty white boy married up. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, man, that could be me. Yeah, I can get a little, a, a little hot piece of ass that uh, that looks like an extra from uh, in the heat of the of the night or something.
1: All <laughs> right. I hope everybody <laughs> got their reference. Um, let's keep going. After the promo from the Dirty White Boy, we're going to hear from Budro, Buddy Landell. Let's see what he's got to say and what goes down here.
4: All right, ladies and gentlemen, here this week on Confrontation, uh, my guest, that certainly would love to be the Smoky Mountain heavyweight champion, nature boy Buddy Landell. And uh, Buddy, what is exactly, uh, I've got some things to talk to you about, but what do you have to talk to us
5: about? You know, Jim Ross, I'm out here because this is a this is a uh, pre-victory celebration for the nature boy, Buddy Landell. I am the happiest man in the world right now, number one, because I'm the nature boy, Buddy Landell, and you're not. Number two, my agent, Robert Q. Harmon, is out in the parking lot right now with a stretch limousine so big it's got a hot tub in it. He's got six women out there. Five are mine, one is his. You know I want to make the odds even on his part. You understand what I'm saying? And I'm also out here in my most expensive suit that I own, something you know nothing about, Jim Ross. But you understand being the nature boy, Buddy Landell, is a tough life. And I'm out here for a pre-victory celebration, see, because it makes no difference Sunday, bloody Sunday, who wins the title shot i get the match after that it's a crying stinking shame that i don't have the title shot right off the bat you see because i caused the dirty white boy to lose that match you did and i caused jerry lawler to win that match right
4: yeah you got your hand christmas chaos is where this thing all started you know
5: yeah christmas chaos i'm glad you brought that up not that i was going to forget it right the christmas chaos I beat, the, I beat the dirty white boy right in the middle of the ring. Super Saturday Night Fever, I watched Tracy Smothers across Texas, pickled him, knocked him out, one, two, three, I'm the winner once again. And then a few short weeks ago, Jim Ross, I beat the dirty white boy right in the middle of the ring. I am the man that stirs the drink in Smoky Mountain rest. Let, let me uh, refresh your memory on a couple of things. First
4: of all, at Christmas Chaos, uh, you won the match by disqualification. The what? dirty white boy was with an inch of beating you to death at Christmas Chaos. That's how you won that match. Talking I'm talking to you. Secondly... Uh, regarding Tracy Smothers at Super Saturday Night Fever, you took a chain out of your towel and you knocked him out with it. That's how you beat Tracy Smothers. Are you talking Su- to me? I am talking to you. And thirdly, right here on TV a few weeks ago, you pulled some brass knucks out of your tights, the referee didn't see it, and you knocked out the dirty white boy. That's how you beat the dirty white boy on television. So if we're gonna tell part of the story, let's tell the whole story, and maybe you should try telling the truth for once.
5: Well, the my deal is this. I like reading the end of the book to see what happens. And the innles of time when it all goes down, the record books will show. Woo! The Nature Boy, Buddy Landell, won all three matches. And it's at Sunday, bloody Sunday. I don't care who it is. That stupid ingrate, that fathead Jerry Lawler that won't give me a title shot. If it's him, I'm going to kick his brains in. And I hope that it's the dirty white boy. Because you know something? Just a little bit while ago here in the program, I saw the dirty white boy out here riding a mule horse it's a mule over at wise garber stables it's a mule and you know something the only reason he's riding that horse is is because mr. ed is the only one that understands what's going on in his life right now you understand and come to think of that he's used to horses because he's married to the dirty white girl I asked her one time how old are you white girl and she pulled her guns at and showed me her teeth she's been ridden by more cowboys and her nickname is Trigger. You're talking about that man's wife, you know? She's a mule.
1: That's a mess. <laughs> 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 That's <a> mess. <laughs> Holy shit! All right, I'm, I'm gonna turn it down. We can talk about the promo as the Dirty White Boy is 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 about to hang buddy and rip his expensive suit off. Um. He really dug in deep at the end. Doc, your thoughts? Steamboat did
3: that to Flair in the 80, when it, but lead up to one of the 89 matches. Um, we got a woo from Buddy. And, dude, Buddy went stiff there. I mean, I reared back, opened up her mouth, and looked at her gums. <laughs> Just, she's a mule. Dude, hey, what, what the fuck? Um, I also like how at the beginning, Buddy's talking about servicing five women in a hot tub outside of a probably what was a local high school fundraiser. <laughs> sponsor sp- sponsor your high school or civic organization with Smoky Mountain Wrestling.
1: <laughs>
3: Here, our talent talk about pulling a gangbang in the parking lot. <laughs>
1: your thoughts.
2: he he has to look like the most sophisticated person on a planet to these fucking people. Dropped
3: in from another planet.
2: Yeah, with with, with that suit. He's he's got the tan. His fucking hair looks perfect. He doesn't belong there.
3: No, he don't. (laughs) Until he opens his mouth. And then he's like one of them. Right,
2: exactly. He got out.
1: Mm Budro said his agent is waiting for him to wrap up in a stretch limo with a hot tub in it with six women five of the women are for Buddy and one of for his agent but when he goes to that line at the end where he makes fun of Dirty White Girl calls her a horse or mule and he does the thing with a I I was like oh my god he said um, Dirty White Girl has been ridden by more cowboys and her name is Trigger what in this nice. That's messed up. Yeah, I got a question. And the good, both of you. well,
3: and the good, the good part about this is, and it's why Buddy is doesn't get the credit he deserves. I think sometimes is if you remember last week, he was just real serious and like I'm gonna win, and it's no big deal, and I'm gonna make things happen, and he was just very soft spoken. And then he went out this week and did exactly what he said he was gonna do. He made some stuff happen, and he was over the top.
1: I got a question for both of y'all. Harper first. Huh. Buddy had his clothes ripped off. Do you think someone kept Buddy's ripped up clothes as a souvenir as Dirty White Boy threw them out to the man? Yes.
3: yes. Of yes. course. Absolutely. My question is, who pays for that? Does Buddy just go, ah, oh, you can rip my clothes, fuck it. Or He probably just... gets his shittiest suit. Yeah. Okay. Or the All cheapest right. one.
2: You're yeah, like, yeah right. well, this one's kind of fucked. Up. Yeah. i just right. use this one
1: yeah um here's a little secret most people probably would figure this out now because we got smart listeners but a lot of times uh all you got to do is just go to like the fucking thrift store like literally right. where they give away clothes i mean i'm serious like give away i mean i can remember going and get shit that was like 50 cents on a rack back in the fucking 90s and you would use that to be ripped off of you if you did an angle like this. Even even a suit. I know people go, oh, a suit like that for cheap. I've seen sport coats and dress shirts. Yeah, they for got them a cheap. Buck, a buck on a rack. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, and you go like, yeah, but that won't look good. No, I've I've seen it. They don't look bad, and you you could fool someone. So. Um, I would assume that's what Buddy may have done. I don't know that for a fact, and there's no way to ask him, but you know, maybe Cornette knows. So send it to hashtag corny drive through on Twitter or corny drive through at gmail.com. That's corny with no E. Um, Harper, send it to else? Lance. No, when Lance and I were talking about, okay, Lance and I recorded a world class episode last night, and we were talking about that because he was like, I'm getting all these, I'm getting all these messages on Twitter uh people uh with my programs and stuff and um and i i i you know i i, I don't know what what's going on cuz i mean harper puts over my programs on twitter and he and he likes them and tweets them sometimes and i don't i don't, I don't
2: <laughs> you know i
1: i don't i'm I trying to figure out why i'm getting all these people are dm'ing me about my programs my programs are over on twitter and i'm like lance it's a rib <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, okay, because see, he hadn't heard the NWA show yet, or he he had, he didn't hear the Smoky Mountain show where y'all told the listeners to do that. So everybody's sending him <laughs> tweets. <laughs> That's nice. Y'all need to leave the little fella alone, man.
2: I tell you, he's our disco inferno, bro. I mean, <laughs> like I say, like we're like Hall and Nash and Hogan sitting there, like catering, and he comes strutting up, "Hey guys," and. I'm like, bro, go sit down. And he's like, but wait, wait! I just beat Prince Ik for the TV title last week on Thunder. We don't give a shit. Go we don't go down. to Thunder.
3: Yeah, we we don't go to we send you to Thunder, so we don't have
1: to. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, we'll keep going, Doc. I have a question. Uh, for whatever reason, and I watched this about a week ago, so forgive me. I've got the timestamp for the Gangsters promo, but I neglected notes. Is there? Did I miss something? Um, I don't want to play it if if I'm not. Uh,
3: basically, you're going to live. Yeah, you should play it and you're going to have new Jack figure out the work. Oh, OK. He's well, figuring out that people are the work and that the world is against him in the promo. That's
1: OK. It's not long. Here it is. Yeah.
4: We're back here on Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Later in the broadcast, we're going to find out just exactly who the referee is going to be. On Sunday, Bloody Sunday, I know you're very interested in that because you've got a big six-man tag team matchup. Jim Cornette back in the tights. Jim Cornette,
7: you about as stupid as the rest of these rednecks that's out there looking at me and screaming at me. Now it seems real funny to me that all of a sudden you and the commissioner and the Rock and Roll Express them became buddies. Now you think you going to go out here and pull something on me. you going to get a special referee. It don't make me no difference because I'm going to tell you something. You ain't seen what the gangsters can do. I don't care who you go and get. I don't care if it's you. I don't care if it's your fat mama. Whoever you want to put in the ring as a referee, you go and get them. Armstrong's, heavenly bodies, the gangsters get ready to get loose. I guess you thought when we lost the best. We be gone. Well, look in baby. I told you the neighborhood was gone. The gangsters just took over. The rubber flag don't mean nothing to me. This is the flag that means something. This is the flag that you rednecks gonna see flying in your city, in your town, down in Georgia. The rubber flag got way. We get ready to put this flag up, and we get ready to show you rednecks. The gangsters in. The rebel is out. And you know when the gangsters come, we gonna drop you down, punk.
4: All right, ladies and gentlemen, we invite the gangsters to stick with us. They'll find out who that special referee is going to be. But right now, we're ready for the debut of simply sensational
1: Al Snow. All right, Doc, uh, thoughts on the gangsters right there before we go to Al Snow.
3: That X flag is nuclear heat, pal. You heard him boo it when it, he told yeah. them they're going to start saluting that shit.
2: Dude, see so your fucking Confederate flags are coming down, and, and we're going to put this up
3: instead fuck he's really good too at just pointing out these rednecks and all that and even before the promo he's standing there out front like puffed up chest like alright let me have it let me have it and then Mustafa's in the hood which Jesus that's a interesting visual that's a visual. great visual yeah, that looks yeah. Great. and the flag behind him man this was just it was, that was really pow- a powerful little promo in my opinion
1: the the flag, you can't obviously hear it, but man, when D Lo stretches that flag out, them fans weren't having that shit. They were. Well, not uh, because
3: that. you gotta. And I'm not. We don't need to. I hesitate to even do this, but. Because we don't need a history lesson here, but Martin Luther King is the one everybody can get behind. Because it's I have a dream, and who doesn't have a dream? Malcolm X scared white people in the mid '90s, pal, because he was like, "No, nah, no, nah, by any means necessary." Whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on. <laughs> white people like, wait a minute, wait, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa <laughs> slow hold your on. roll,
1: <laughs> slow your roll, partner.
3: What, what happened to you people having a dream now? Yeah. It's okay to have the dream, but we don't want you to actually like do something about it. Now, now, just settle down. Uh, now they want vengeance.
1: Yeah, <laughs> wait, wait.
3: I, but that was our great, great grandfathers. Come on, now, you guys get over that.
1: Yeah. Mal- Mal- Martin Luther King was was, was did it uh, with empathy. Malcolm was like, "We bringing a heat, brothers." <laughs> anyway, I don't want. I don't want to get into a history lesson either. Uh, but. Uh, yeah, that X flag man was 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 nuclear. They 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 weren't these people weren't having that. Hopper, any other thoughts on the gangsters?
2: It was great.
1: Yeah. All right. We go to George South versus Al Snow, who Al Snow comes out to Mick Jagger and You're So Vain, and I know this because no. Jim Ross said it. No. That's what Jim Ross said.
3: Well, that's not correct. Oh, okay. You're so vain. Well, that was originally a Carly Simon song in the 70s, but this is a cover version. Uh,
2: You probably think this song is about you. Harper,
3: would you like to say who covered You're So Vain here? I don't know who that is. Uh, That would have been Faster Pussycat. (laughs) Oh, God. Jesus Christ.
1: He sounds so disappointed when he said that. Fat,
2: it's like Bullet Boys, you know. Faster I, Pussycat was better than the Bullet Boys. Yeah, though. right. It's the same shit, man. It's just in a different
1: fucking package.
2: Right. The
1: all cover bands, right, Harper?
2: Faster Pussycat. Ugh,
1: God. I seem to remember <laughs> hearing that band name somewhere at some point.
3: They had that slow ballad, House of Pain. There's no one home in my house of pain. Oh, God. Poor you. Poor yeah, you. Yeah, they had, they had uh, what was that song, Bathroom Wall. Got Guys off the Bathroom Wall. <laughs> yeah. Ugh.
1: All right. Any thoughts on this match with Al Snow here?
2: He's gotten bigger since since then.
3: His finisher looks like an ECW finisher. I don't have a time stamp, but he came off the top rope.
1: Yeah, the springboard.
3: I like how most people work out before they get into wrestling, and he decided to get bulky after he got into wrestling.
2: Yeah, like fucking 25 years later. Like Here's He's
3: jacked in his 50s, but he, look at this. That's a hell of a finisher for 1995 yeah. in America. Yeah.
1: Springboard off the... Uh ropes and pins him
3: and now we're gonna to go to the the hole in his game that's nice
1: that's nice doc talking about al snow here it is let's listen to al snow's first promo on smoky mountain wrestling all right
5: ladies and gentlemen what do you want what do you want what do you want what do you want, do you want? I,
1: was, huh? I was going to interview so we
4: do
5: here we we interview re- athletes I'm good at that too i'm good at that too jim i will we'll find I'm just good at wrestling i'm also good at doing interviews shut up and pay me the respect i'm doing people Right, obviously, know. you're... What do you want, Jim? Come on, you're taking up a lot of my time. Here. What is the... Tell us your... What are, Why are you here? What's your well, motive? Here. Well, obviously, I'm here to win. I'm here to beat people. Why do you ask such stupid questions? Give me the mic for a minute. I want to make an announcement. I have somebody that's a dear, special friend to me that I want to introduce. And the man is right here. Unibom, why don't you come out out here? What's, what's Unibom doing out here? Are you... So,
4: I guess now. What are you doing out here? Are you going to be. What are you, you thinking? Are doing you about? guys going to be tag team partners now? Is that the deal?
5: Whoa, Jim, way to go. You're clicking on. I'm pretty quick, aren't I? Country. Yeah, you're fast. That's right. Me and the big man here are going to be new partners. Why are we going to be partners? Because I guess Eddie Gilbert, who went a little psychotic, decided to hit a, hit a Smoking Mountain official, which I know from the ones I've met, I wouldn't blame him. But I saw the ultimate killing machine standing around doing nothing, and I thought, hey, The ultimate wrestler ought to take the ultimate killing machine and make a true tag team. And that's what we're doing. So Eddie Gilbert, he's gone. He's history. Al Snow is now here with the Unabomb. What about the Rock and Roll Express? He's got a big problem with the Rock and Roll Express, you know. Now, what about the Rock and Roll Express? Sure, he's got a big problem. He doesn't have a big problem because he's a big guy. I now have a problem with the Rock and Roll Express. Whatever problem he has, I've got. And Rock and Roll Express, you're a legend. And I'm going to be the legend killer. We're going to take you out. All right? We got places to go, people to see, things to do. Wait, where are you going? Where are you thinking? I'm going? I'm going back to have some sex. Whoa. What? So, ladies and gentlemen,
4: here's more on Toronto <laughs> Hall. Sex. Sex. Oh, Jesus
3: Christ.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> What the hell? Put the piss forward. That That was random too.
3: Okay, so I've got a question for you. How old is Al Snow? Right there.
2: Uh, Tell us. I don't know. Twenty, twenty-four.
1: Mike. Just tell us. Thirty-one. Damn. Yeah, I didn't think he was that young, but wow, thirty-one. Hmm. And he's a
2: couple of years away from from Leaf uh, Cassidy.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: It's wow. <laughs> just a few minutes away from some sex, apparently. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he's about to roll up into something, man.
3: <laughs> yeah. Oof.
1: Mm-hmm. Oof is right. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm assuming that Len Lenore Len Lenois is just teeming with crabs and syphilis and gonorrhea
1: he just rolled into that last line great too i'm, I'm gonna have some sex <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> hopper,
3: well
1: that's what we're that's what
3: we're all gonna do that's what we're all gonna do when we get out of here right today sure. hopefully
1: hopefully i mean yeah i'm, I'm with hopper that's that's a, that's a...
2: hopefully i mean that's the plan tonight that's the to dream
3: i know
1: Hopper's been saving his up all week. Yeah. He's about to get all fed week. tonight. <laughs> yeah, Friday night,
3: man. He's about to drench his poor girl, and that's nice.
1: Dude, he's got enough wow. packed up in him to shampoo a buffalo. <laughs> said about Tony Schiavone years ago. Like uh, white rain.
3: His girl will be doing the nesty plunge into a sea of kids.
1: That's Wh- nice. White rain. Jesus
3: Christ. <laughs> It's All right, backed up. That's fucked up. We're not being classy here, guys.
1: All right, we'll keep going. Uh, they show some info about the brawl in the hall at Freedom Hall, Johnson City, which is going to take place on Saturday, February 25th. We will talk more about that. I'll give the results of it um, either next week or a week after. I, I did look up the results, so we'll 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 talk about the results uh, from that show. Um, let me put this out there: Bobby Blaze is about to come back in a big way.
3: Well, that's mm-hmm. good
1: and um
3: I he's mean, been lurking it, out there on he's been lurking out there on twitter cutting promos on when y'all gonna have me back you know it's gonna be necessary and, and he's not wrong
1: he's not wrong we'll bring bobby back bobby will be back soon based on everything that's about to happen in this promotion um we'll keep going though we got a uh, promo it's jim Cornette with less thatcher he's in the middle of the ring let's hear what uh, corny's got to say
5: Okay, we're here with Jim Cornette and of course Jim a lot of controversy and a lot of battles between the gangsters and
0: the I, I gotta ask everybody a question. First of all, when you saw New Jack out here earlier Did he look the darndest picture of Aunt Jemima you've ever seen in your life?
7: It's huh?
1: messed up.
0: Does he look like he ought to be on the cover of a big box of pancake mix or something? Let me explain something. The gangsters have been running their mouth they've been running around trying to run roughshod over everybody they've been trying to take over Smoky Mountain Wrestling but what they have succeeded in doing is pissing the Heavenly bodies Jim Cornette off and everybody saw the videotape of what happened at Super Saturday Night Fever when it was a street fight you know the gangsters have talked about how they're the masters of the street fight well the Heavenly bodies chased them out of the Knoxville Coliseum out onto the street over to the Hyatt Regency Hotel. As a matter of fact, the only thing that we didn't do was we didn't go down and have a sociable cocktail in the hotel bar. But I'll tell you what's going to happen at the brawl in the hall in Johnson City. It's a Smoky Mountain street fight. And the heavenly bodies have never lost a Smoky Mountain street fight since the inception of Smoky Mountain wrestling. So I got news for the gangsters. If they think that they're street fighters, then they're going to get tested real good. But then... Come Sunday, bloody Sunday, brother. That's my favorite day of the year. It's going to be a six-man tag with me and the Heavenly Bodies against the gangsters and D.Lo Brown. Now, everybody thinks I'm crazy for one to get in that ring. But they have also teed some other people off in Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Bullet Bob Armstrong, who granted me a little favor. As a matter of fact, let's see what happened last week when the gangsters jumped on Bob Armstrong. Show that tape. Let's take a look.
1: All right, they go to a replay, um, but before that, you heard Cornette call New Jack. He said he looked like Aunt Jemima and looked like <laughs> he should be on a box of pancakes. Uh, Harper hit it. That's messed up for me. Okay, Harper must have stepped away. Um, we get a replay of... What, is, uh, what did you think about
3: that, Mike? Did that hurt your feelings?
1: That's messed up. Did it hurt up. your feelings? That's messed up, bro. <laughs> that's messed it got up, a pop. man.
3: It got a pop,
2: though. Yeah. <laughs> That's they, messed up. you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Look at him.
1: That's so messed up, bro. <laughs> Come on. Uh, Thanks, Obama. That is messed up. Yeah. Um, Doc, any other thoughts on Corny right there?
3: Babyface Corny is weird to me. Like, I liked it when he was helping against getting the rock and roll, but it's just odd.
1: Okay. It's the same shtick, except he's talking about black people.
3: Right, I know.
1: He's there's like there's, the only difference is the race that he's attacking.
2: Yeah, it, 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 to me it's like a tone. It's more a more toned down version. Like like he's not as he's not hollering and and you know as much as
3: he as he normally is. The the deep psychological part is he's working with the system to keep somebody down.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Hmm. Mike knows all about that. Yeah. No, I
1: don't. No, I don't. All right. Yeah, dude. Um they continue and I have to turn it down cuz the music they um they play when Bob Armstrong is announced as a special guest referee. Um he comes out the music's playing. So that's why that's why I don't have it turned up if you're watching on a Patreon video and you see corny yapping right here. Um basically Bob Armstrong is announced, he's going to be the special referee. Ugh. That made Harper angry, and then the gangsters come out to beat down Bob Armstrong and Corny, and then the Southern Boys, the new Southern Boys actually is what they call themselves, come out to help. That's Smothers and Scott Armstrong come out to help them, and then we end up having a standoff. Um, Harper, you said, "Ugh, what, what's wrong?"
2: Yeah, it, it, I was like, "Come on, bro, look at this."
1: You don't like, like Bobby
2: again. Again.
1: Doc, your thoughts?
3: I didn't really have a problem with it, but I can uh, understand I can understand what Harper does. I don't. I mean, it's okay for me.
1: Yeah. We don't, so all, we don't we don't we don't
3: always all have to agree.
2: I I was thinking oh good that they they're gonna bring someone new in.
3: <laughs> nah. Mm, There's some new people that are gonna filter through, but we're starting to get to the well, no, there's a lot of new people this year. I'm just gonna say, um, there's. I can't wait till Tommy Rich gets here. I
1: I understand whatever. I understand why Hopper feels way he does because <laughs> it's like um he's seen this book already and this chapter in the yeah. book. and he feels like the chapter is being written again. Um, it's just written with a different twist because now Corny mm-hmm. is a baby face and Corny is actually wanting Bob to to to, to take on this role and that's why. So. I know where Harper's coming from with with Bob taking on this role as a special guest referee, but you know it is what it is, man. I can I can see why Harper says it, what he says, but at the same time, it's a little bit different. Um, but again, to Doc's point, and we all make this point all the time, it's a very small roster, and this is what happens, uh, unfortunately, with, with, when you have a small roster. It's a side effect of it. Uh, we will keep going though. So we then get a plug for Sunday Bloody Sunday. Um, in the matches that will take place at Knoxville Civic Coliseum. Uh, the Heavenly Bodies in Cornette will take on Gangsters and Delo Brown with referee Bob Armstrong. That's going to take place on Sunday, February the 26th. The Dirty White Boy versus Jerry Lawler and Landell will meet the winner. Lots of stuff going on there, so we'll talk more about that as we go. And I, I will give the results of it uh, once we get past uh, Sunday Bloody Sunday. And um, also the February 25th show that they plugged a second ago as well. All right. Doc, any other thoughts before we um, keep going? No. All right. right. Jr. has a, a fan poll question that I thought is is phenomenal, and I'm waiting for the timestamp to get to it. I'm going to turn up the, the volume. Give me one second. Here it is.
4: And gentlemen, this crowd is still buzzing, and rightfully so. We've got tag team action in just a moment. But, you know, ladies and gentlemen, every week on the Smoky Mountain Hotline, I tell it like it is as far as Smoky Mountain is concerned and as far as the world of wrestling is concerned. But this week our fan poll question list is, did the dirty white boy go too far earlier in this broadcast in stripping uh, Buddy Landell down to his BVDs? I would know my answer, but, of course, I don't get the vote, Jim. Hope you'll vote, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and Call the hotline at one 900 73 Oh, It's only 99 cents a minute. And, uh, kids, be sure you get your parents' permission before calling as we take you back up to the
1: So the question is, did the dirty white boy go too far stripping down Buddy Landell? Call and let us know. I thought it was a great question for the hotline because I can hear these fans of Smokey Mountain. Hell no, he didn't strip his ass too far. He should have stripped his drawers off his ass and beat him some more. He ain't even a real nature boy, god damn it. Bro, that's uh, like
2: getting thats like getting free money.
1: Yeah, bro. Free money. Uh, All in, tell us. <laughs> like Hopper said earlier, they really worked the kids back in the day. Yeah.
3: Kids, go get your parents' permission to spend money to tell us whether or not you like the man stripping another man of his clothes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Any other thoughts on the poll uh, that they asked right there? No. No. We go to the main event in this week's episode, and it is Tracy Smothers and Scott Armstrong. They call themselves the New Southern Boys, but the graphic says the Southern Boys, so whatever. Versus the Infernos. JR reminds us that the Southern Boys and Bob Armstrong will take on the Gangsters at Johnson City and Freedom Hall. That's the February 25th show. The Southern Boys end up winning with the Jaw Jacker and then the Gangsters hit the ring and jump the Southern Boys. Bob Armstrong comes in though with his bat and Corny has a racket and he comes out and they help him out. We're out of time. Don't miss next week is what JR says. Um any other thoughts as the episode goes to a close with the chaos uh, at the end. Hopper.
2: I mean, fuck, they look good with those fucking jackets on. That's like a fucking prom, uh, a prom outfit for these people.
1: (laughs) They being the Southern boys is who he's referring to, everyone. Yeah. I think it's the same jackets uh, Tracy and Steve wore. I think it is. Yeah. There you go. Doc, what about you? Anything? No, I'm
3: pretty much in the same boat as Harper. I think they cut a good visual. they're a good team. I didn't have too much there. I thought. It was good seeing b a and corny clearing house.
1: yep remember this is built i mean this is this is basically the 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 week um, right before the february twenty fifth and february twenty sixth show so this airs the week before that, so this is them trying to draw the house coming up for. Uh, Sunday Bloody Sunday on the 26th and the brawl in the hall at Johnson City on February 25th. And again, we'll talk about the results in the next couple weeks. Uh, I've got them posted and that's why Bobby Blaze will be coming back uh, either to do this show or the NWA show. I haven't decided yet. But anyway, uh, we do need to go to our disability checks. I want to mention first, become a Patreon member and watch the Patreon video versions of this episode, along with the world class shows and the. Bunkhouse um, Stampede of 1988 for the NWA and the Clash of Champions. We've already done the first one. Tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Great way to support this show. Get 200 plus patron exclusive episodes at that link. Tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. All right, let's go to disability checks, Doc. Um, I got to stop the Patreon video because we're at the one hour time limit. But what are you going to give this episode, Doc?
3: Um, I, once again, just like last week um, I raised it up a little bit Talking with uh, with my chums and my homies here um, I'm going to raise it up a little bit From what I had it. I'm going to give this a 7.9
1: Harper, what you giving it?
2: I get a 7.5 Alright Good and episode that fucking, When fucking bullet Bob Clayton Came out like, God, he's the fucking ref Ugh, God You knew it was coming though I know. I was hoping that it wasn't. Yeah, I hear you. I was hoping. He
1: was hoping, but but it but it wasn't to be. Yes, no. I hear you. All right, we're going to do the Government Cheese Award, named by Shar Johnson, longtime listener, very early on in this show. And we want to uh, give that out to the person who wins the Government Cheese this week and is the MVP of the episode. Before I do so, remember, use the Amazon referral link at tinyurl.com slash bttamazon. Give that Amazon link to the wives, girlfriends, hoes, and side pieces in your life and tell them to use it every time they shop on Amazon. It is a great way to support this show without spending anything extra uh, tinyurl.com slash B T T Amazon doc. As of this show dropping, you can no longer get Dorco razors. That was our thing, um, off of their website. They've moved them now to Amazon and I have noticed that they're actually a little more expensive now that they're on Amazon, even though if you're on Amazon prime, you can get free delivery. Uh, so you can get Dorco razors using our Amazon referral link. And if you don't know what that is, it's a cheaper alternative to Gillette. There you go. Doc and I have been using it for years. Get them. All I made a big-ass
3: I made a big ass purchase the last day they were on sale at their old site, so I'm good for the next four or five years on razors.
1: You're straight. Yeah, but if you haven't, go to tinyurl.com slash bttamazon and buy some cheap razors there from Dorco and um, everything else you can buy on Amazon, and again, that helps support this show. Government cheese, I did first last week. Who are you giving your government cheese to, Doc? Al Snow, because he the said Clinton. he's about to go bang some broad. The Clintons, dude. Yeah. Can I explain what you mean by that? I know we said it at the beginning. We're
3: down versus Smoky Mountain rashland down at the old VFW.
1: <laughs> that shit is so terrible.
3: Yeah, no. Ugh. If I was playing it straight, it would have been Buddy, but the Clintons, man.
1: Fuck that. Can you I
3: mean, imagine? Here's the thing: if that's what they, if that's they put them putting their best foot forward, can you imagine what sitting through an hour long concert of them would be like? God damn!
1: I ain't gonna do the von Eric thing. No, don't do that. <laughs> um, who are you giving yours to, Hopper? I guess I'll give
2: it to uh, the uh, buddy.
1: I got to give it to Buddy. I mean. She's a mule. She's a mule. I mean he <laughs> went off. He he called her a a trigger, you know, everybody's had a piece of it. I mean, Jesus Christ, man. He went off on her. I got to give it to Buddy, too. And screw that theme song. God damn screw it. And that's Yeah, fuck that. The only thing I can say about that ridiculous pathetic theme song Um, all right, we're going to get out of here and ride off into the sunset is, um, some of you guys' favorite podcaster, Steve Austin may say, but, uh, I want to tell you check out the wrestling podcast about nothing with ROH's Brian Malonis and Mike Crockett. They do their show every single Monday. Please subscribe, check them out. Also check out our vantage point, the retro wrestling podcast with Joe Murata and Michael Quinn, northern version of BTT, slightly classier, a little bit more professional, but still fun. Nonetheless, those shows support us. Please support them. That's all I got. Doc, you got anything? Uh, No. Hopper, anything? No. Hit the tagline, Hopper.
2: Fuck it, bitch.
1: Before we get out of here, I want to shout out a couple of people, friends of the show. Also want to shout out some Patreon members and thank them for their patronage. Uh, Before I do all that, like I said, a couple of friends of the show and podcasts that we hope you support. Check out the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing with Brian Malonis from ROH and Mike Crockett. They do their show every single Monday. Monday mornings, the shows drop. They talk current and classic wrestling, along with some indie stuff, too. But it's a good show. They're friends of mine, so please support them because they support us. Also, check out our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast, run by buddies of mine, Joe Marotta and Michael Quinn, as they give their take on the northern side of pro wrestling's history. Slightly classier, definitely more professional than we are. Thank you, Joe and Quinn, for all of your plugs. We appreciate it. Also, check out the bottom line cast with Mike Pru and JV. They do their show. I believe their shows are dropping on Wednesdays these days. I keep forgetting, but uh, they're basically breaking down the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. So check out Mike and JV as they do their thing. Great show. And also Mike and JV do the ECW Extreme Livecast on our Patreon feed at the $5 level. So good guys doing some good work. And I appreciate it, Mike and JV. Thank you for all of your support. And like I said, I want to thank all the Patreon members out there for their support and patronage. We really appreciate it. We do two shows a week that are free, and then in addition to that, we do more because of you guys, and we appreciate that. So thanks for supporting this show. Uh, It's definitely a great thing that you do for us and, and supporting us. I mean, I can't say it enough. I'm eternally grateful for all the patrons we have. And as I'm talking about being eternally grateful, shout out to the Hall of Fame patrons. Kevin Carter, Michael Angel, Bob Richards, Rocky Suezo, Christopher Champer, Will Harkey, Robbie Dyson, Rick Beebe, Brad Dunyfe, and Tom Schlegel, Coach Joey Chase, a.k.a. Willie Chase, Steve Mabasa, LaRon Brown, Kenny Byersdorf, Glenn Abbott, at GA russell note on Twitter, Bobby Murray, Marlon Mueller a.k.a. at Half Pines Point. Keep cutting them promos, kid. I know you would love when I say that. Josh Warren, Everett Starr, Mike Childry, Kyle Riley, Disrespectfully Classy, Marky Blasty, Craig Norman, Johnny on Patreon, the great John Dean at YRC21, Josh Dunn, Ryan and Auburn, at Ryan and Auburn, that is, on Twitter. Good old Justin, Robert Smith, Joseph Ice, Tim Moretti, Adam Price, Brian Evans, Mark Wilson, Armando Martinez, David Jordan, Jesse Jacobs, Josh Fields, Chris Myers, Gerald Green, Mitchell Johnson, Mike Prue, Will Parker, Jeremy Bryant, Classy Alex, David DeVries, Frog Zeppelin, SV Pageant, Bill Sausa, Big Rich, at Spy, Boy Sports, Cap, RE, Miller, 39, Jay Shiny, Ruben Espinosa, Merciless Jones, Jesse Lucas, Chris Browning, Justin underscore Andretti, to 822 Marty Howell, t 94 God Bold Unreal. Thanks for being Hall of Fame patrons. That list is getting longer and longer, and I appreciate it. Thank you for your patronage, and thank you for being Hall of Fame patrons and supporting this show and everything we do. That's all I got. Thank you again, guys. We appreciate it. Have a great rest of your day and week and whenever or month or whenever you're listening to this. Thank you very much. And like Harper always says before, we get out of here. Book it, bitch.